Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 20th day of January. Thank you for joining me. Before we jump into the text today from Genesis 22, I want to remind all of you that we are actively working here at the ministry to get all of the tax receipts out for 2021. Uh, we are now into what, well, I guess in the next couple of days, we'll be heading into the last week of the month of January, and we should conclude sending them out. We go alphabetically, so many of you have already received them, um, but if you have not, uh, give us till the end of January, and then contact the ministry if you didn't receive one and you believe you should have. Uh, we are glad to go back through, check our records, line it up against what you have. If you've received a receipt and it doesn't seem correct, please let us know that as well. We want to make sure that we get it correct for you. Uh, Paul White Ministries is a 501c3, and therefore your donations to this ministry are tax deductible in the United States. If you send by check or you send by credit card, we have your address and mail it to the address on file. If you give via PayPal, PayPal does not always require you to put your mailing address, but we do have your email. So we are sending those out via email with an attachment uh, which has your, your giving in the email. And we're also including an attachment photo version or a digital version rather of our family New Year's card. We send out our family, uh, my wife, my two kids, and I do pictures and we send out a, a, we put that in a New Year's card to send to all of our partners that, that give. Uh, if you did not give, um, I, I think the, the, the amount is a couple hundred dollars. If you gave less than that, uh, we will be sending you a New Year's card, um, but we, we don't send out tax receipts for, for that amount of donation. So if you would like one and you know you're under that threshold, just let us know as well. Also, if your address has changed and you know it has changed, but we probably are not aware of it, then please let us know. You can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at paulwhiteministries.com. Just let us know that your mailing address has changed. We'll get into the system and change that, and hopefully we'll have that out to you uh, at the right address. Inevitably, every year we get we get stuff back. I don't think we've ever done this and didn't get a stack back, which means people have moved or their address was never correct on our file. So sometimes it's up into February, try to get that stuff taken care of. Okay. Thank you for your patience on that. And once again, thank you for helping us. Thank you for your support, for your gift, for your giving. If you have never given to this ministry, maybe you'll uh, consider doing so in 2022. Do it as the Lord directs you, as he leads and guides you. Speaking of leading and guiding, we are being led with Abraham up Mount Moriah in Genesis chapter 22. Verse 3 says, He rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him. And Isaac, his son, he split the wood for the burnt offering. He rose and went to the place of which God had told him. And on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. So Abraham goes prepared to do what God told him to do. And we, we could... We could spend time getting into what's the psychology of Abraham. I don't know if it does us much good because we don't, all we really know is that God told him to go and he went. We're always debating on whether or not he was actually going to kill Isaac. Um, and, and he came from a, a nation, Ur of the Chaldees, that is famous for sacrificing their children to the gods. 
So it would not be out of the realm of possibility that Abraham has been involved in that culture. It's also not beyond possible that Abraham is as much testing God as God's testing him. I mean, here's a God that he didn't know until recently, and this God says, take your kid up here and sacrifice him. And Abraham's like, well, that's what gods do. They want our kids. So he goes. The, there's third day imagery here as well, because on the third day, he lifts up his eyes and see it, sees the place afar off. Third day imagery will soak the Bible. where It's all over the place. And, and of course, the most famous third day image is Jesus resurrecting, which we know that what happens at, on Mount Moriah is a type and shadow of what's going to happen on another hill. And that's where Christ will die as the ultimate lamb, the ultimate sacrifice for all of our sins and the ultimate sealing of covenant, sign and seal of covenant. Righteousness will flow forth from that in much the same way that righteousness is expressed in Abraham's sacrifice. But what I really want you to take away in this little short version of a, of a, a Bible study each day, I always like you to take one thing. It doesn't always work out that way because of the nature of what we're trying to cover. But if you can walk away from six, seven, eight minutes with one idea in mind, then I feel like that's a worthwhile six or seven or eight minutes. Well, here's that idea I hope you take away today. In verse 5, Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. Abraham, I don't know all that's going through his mind. I don't know how nervous he is. I don't know how far he was willing to go. But it appears, based upon his language, that he thought Isaac was coming back down that mountain with him. I choose to believe that Isaac felt as if he kills Isaac, that God's going to bring Isaac back from the dead. I, I, either that or he believes that God's going to give him a different alternate, an alternate sacrifice, which is exactly what happens. In either case, what we know is that according to the language, Abraham is confident that God is going to bring Isaac back down that mountain. And here's why he's confident. Not just, not, you could say, well, he's a smart man or he had faith. And he does have faith. And I'm not doubting his intelligence. But this is really simple. We don't need to make it too complex. God has already sent Ishmael away. And he emphatically told Abraham, Ishmael's not going to be the one through whom the promise comes. Isaac will be. There's no one left. Abraham knows that if God is true and honest, Isaac has to come back down the mountain. There's no other possible interpretation. And so Abraham isn't winging it. Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. In some ways, walking up this hill is the ultimate expression that he believes God. Oh, I know, going into the land that God showed him, yes, that's one thing. But it doesn't get any bigger than this. To walk up this hill is to say, I know that God made me a promise that he's going to bless the families of the earth through my seed. And when I tried to bring that seed into the world, God rejected it. This is the seed God chose. So God has to move through Isaac or God's not worth serving. And that, listen, 
God functions through covenant or he's not God, which is why you can take this blessed assurance inside of the new covenant that all of the promises of God are in Christ, and you can claim them with your amen. Okay, tomorrow's Friday, and we're going to do a special kind of long-form Friday. It's not terribly long, but it's longer than normal, and it's something we haven't done before, at least not something we've aired before. So I look forward to it. Hope you do too. See you tomorrow. God bless.